Can I make a confession right now? I am tipsy. Can I tell you something? <laughs> Bitch, so am I. Tennis podcast episode one. Um, yeah, let's get into it. Let's have some fun. Uh, obviously, I'm going to start every episode the same, otherwise, why would I call it that? So, without any further ado, that, my friends, is the perfect crack. That's what you want to hear when you uh, when you open the can. Um, think about it next time you're opening your can if you don't hear the nice, clean. Um, cracked there as he did uh, you know maybe I need to do a tutorial for you guys but there's a it's definitely an art and a skill and you know there's a certain amount of cans that you must go through before you can accomplish that uh, that sort of elite uh, clean crack so um, yeah, I'll record a, a fresh one every week it's not a not a sound effect um, having a can uh, with you guys and we're going to talk some tennis and have a few cold ones so um yeah let's get cracking uh it was uh, a lot happened uh in the last sort of couple of weeks uh for myself personally as soon as you know us open is is finished and over i i sort of feel like we've we've entered the uh the off season um you know you got a bunch of smaller tournaments that spread around uh like we've recently just hit uh, you know, Seoul and uh, a few few places around uh, France and, and whatnot. But without the Labour Cup, I guess in this why it is there, um, there would be really no reason to to really watch tennis um, unless you're a, a full on hardcore um, tennis lover. Uh, but even then, just the quality of the tennis just really drops off. Is uh, the intensity of the tour is is not there? Obviously, there's no build up into grand slams, a uh, whole, whole bunch of different things there. Players are already worn out. Uh, so, yeah, it's been an interesting uh, couple of weeks. I guess obviously highlighted with Roger Federer uh, retiring. Uh, not really too many thoughts on that. Obviously, it, it is what it is. Uh, everyone's been had their timelines absolutely. Uh, Newsfeed, sorry, timelines. <laughs> First sip, and I'm, uh, I'm already uh, struggling. So. Uh, could be a could be a long long potty, uh, yeah. So obviously Federer's thing, uh, your news features is absolutely filled up with that all week, uh, mixed in with <laughs> the Queen dying as well, dropping dead. So uh, it's been one of those predictable news feed uh, weeks. You know, you you wake up and oh wow, look at that, it's the Queen and uh, Fed Express uh, everywhere. Um, There's an interesting send off, I, I guess. I would never expect to see. Uh, Obviously, the, the photos that have gone viral with Nadal and, and Federer both sitting side by side and, and crying together. I guess it's, it's a bit cute, isn't it? A bit of man love you know, in, the, in, the, in the world where we're being more, meant to be more sensitive and in touch with our feelings, uh, if, you know, if you want to sway that way. Uh, yeah, sure, why not? Um, nice sort of moment. Uh, and then obviously which we all sort of predicted and is a bit silly just sort of how they turn it out but uh, Nadal then withdrawing um, from Labour Cup which I just hope that everyone was in the know behind the scenes other uh, guys coming in uh, you know and just everyone uh, tournaments etc tournament directors etc I hope everyone was just in the know and it was just a, a rubbish bullshit announcement that they had to do formally because as we know, tennis is a whole formal big dick swinging sport that they have to do things properly even though it doesn't make sense and no one really cares um, is what it is. Uh, that probably never change, but oh well. Yeah, so that was that. Uh, I did get to watch some of the Labour Cup as well. Uh, Team World obviously taking it out, um, which was I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, TFO, I guess, uh, today just... Uh, wiping the floor there with, with Sitsipas with the uh, tiebreak, which was lovely. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Sitsipas hasn't really earned um, not my love for him, uh, especially this year. So 
you know, I'll, I'll put the hate away for the um, for the rest of the year and see if he can um, be a better person in the in the new year in January. I, I highly doubt it, but uh, you know, we can't all be uh, good people, can we? <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Uh, but yeah, that was a good win from uh, Tiafo. I always like to see him uh, fire up, you know, get the get the batteries sort of ticking over and uh, give the crowd a show. He, he never disappoints us. He, he does it every time, um, and we just sort of come to expect it, which uh, is great for the game, great for um, you know kids as well watching it uh, up and coming, looking for uh, you know fresher, younger blood to to sort of hang on to and, and support th- throughout the. As he climbs up the rankings, um, so yeah, it was, a, it was a good win, and um, I'm not going to hate on uh, Team World winning. The uh, squad-wise didn't really, you know, look. There's no really real heavy hitters. Obviously, solid tennis players, but uh, Demonor really still don't rate as a heavy hitter. Um, he's always going to float uh, around that top 20 sort of status, um, and yeah, he needs to fix up quite a lot before he's even going to kick on through past that um, or even deeper into to Grand Slams. Uh, Jack Sox, similar, obviously, he's a um, solid and talented tennis player, but um, yeah, he's, there's only a select few that are really going to sort of uh, continuously put uh, everything together uh, to be able to put in consistent performances to, to wipe the floor with, with top opponents. and. Uh, he'll have some, you know, great wins and amazing matches, uh, obviously continuing throughout his career. But uh, he's never going to be, you know, one of the one of the top dogs. And uh, I'm sure when he wakes up in the morning, that doesn't bother him at all. He's got a extremely hot misses. You know, he's got millions in the bank, and he gets to travel the world regardless. So he's still winning, as far as I'm concerned. I'm out here sitting in fucking bedroom talking shit in a microphone with a with a cold can. So. Um, yeah, he's definitely winning that one, but uh, I can still uh, I can still talk. Uh, that's what the, this world is. We can say what we want. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, love love the old sock. Um, but yeah, and I'll, I'll always celebrate a, a team that can win against a, a team with such a pass in it. And he's just an absolute tool. Um, yeah, this is from his attitude on the court over the years. Uh, his bitching and whining and carrying on. Um, it sort of overshadowed the the talent that he did have. Um, you know, going back to that Oz Open um, win against Federer when he sort of you know made his name on on the world stage for tennis. Um, he went from there. You know, likable guy, runs loving him. He's doing his thing on YouTube, uh, and then yeah, as he's sort of grown through the the ranks and has had more camera time on him and, and more attention, he's uh, sort of painted a, a different picture of. Of who he is as a as a tennis player, and uh, it's not really one that I'll be supporting. But uh, <laughs> each to their own, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that will still love him. Good on you. Uh, but yeah, I'll be celebrating uh, his his losses, and I'll be staying quiet for his wins. Um, I guess that would make me a hater. Um, but <laughs> so be it. Um, I'm happy to be a hater. It's quite fun, um, and yeah, I get to still open up. A can of uh, beautiful, beautiful. What do we got? Ten percent, you know, Woodstock bourbon, and I get to talk shit about people. It's beautiful, beautiful stuff. All right. So apart from uh, Lever Cup, it's it's been pretty poor for for tennis quality the last last week. Uh, anyway, I mean, just recently we had Bublik uh, absolutely give up and not even show us anything. Uh, against Sonigo and uh, yeah I, I can't find that guy uh, Bublik he's an amazing player but you just don't know what's turning up um, he's uh, you know the, the Kazakhstan version of a uh, a younger Kyrgios maybe I guess um, a lot of fun to watch can really pull it together and um, well he's not quite at the Kyrgios level I don't think he can uh, consistently, you know, take the scalps of, of top ten players whenever he um, does decide to sort of turn up and, and put on a show. But uh, a lot of talent there. But I don't, I don't know. He's just, yeah, he's, he's all over the place. But uh, again, like like the uh, Jack Sock, you know, he's you know he's probably smashing a lot of lovely ladies or men, whatever he's into. Um, you know, millions in the bank, and he's traveling the world. So again. He's still laughing and he's still winning. Uh, While well, I'll just sit here, take a sip of my 10% bourbon and keep talking shit. 
But uh, that's the beauty of the world, isn't it? <laughs> Pour me another drink. And even coming up, there's not a whole lot of exciting tennis really coming up, which makes uh, starting a tennis podcast extremely easy just to start talking about absolutely uh, nothing unless you want me to hear want me to talk about all these rubbish low quality matches uh which i have a feeling that you don't um just fuck me a dm if you do and i'm happy to to go you know balls deep into absolute rubbish matchups um yeah i can, I can go all night talking about this uh but moving on to what what is something to look forward to we've got the uh, atp uh, tournament ATP 500 tournament in Tokyo coming up uh, on the 3rd of October, uh, and that's the that's the lead and pencil sort of stuff. Uh, yeah, getting the get, getting the juices flowing. Uh, you got at the moment confirmed. You got Casparud, um, Cam Norrie, Fritz, Tiafo, Kyrgios, uh, Demonor, Shapovalov, and Dan Evans. Uh, it's an interesting little field there. Uh, obviously, here a lot more. One more players to come, otherwise it would be a very short tournament. Uh, but just from those names there, you've got to go Fritz, Tiafo, Kyrgios, right? There's not really else that's going to, um, you know, make much of a mark there. Um, and that is including Kasper Ruud. I think he's not going to do anything at all. Um, maybe make a quarterfinal, maybe, but that'll be the max. Uh, yeah, his US Open sort of stint. Uh, big big fluke uh well congrats to him on picking up a check and um yeah making it it look like he can be competitive on hard courts and, and go to um you know being grand slam finalist but um yeah i'll, I'll put i'll put put out an alarm and say that, that won't ever happen again on, on a hard court uh yeah that was as much as fun as entertaining as that us open was uh it was great you know it was uh, great great for everybody uh yeah, it didn't wasn't really a, a true reflection uh, on the the tennis world and, and the how the rankings are at the moment. Uh, obviously, for starters, Djokovic uh, couldn't get into the country, and then the unfortunate uh, early round matchup of uh, Kyrgios and Medvedev, which um, whoever was going to win that, you would like you to well, you would have hoped that you would have seen them kick on and um, yeah. Well, to me, it was always going to be whoever won that match versus uh, an Alcaraz. Uh, if Nadal couldn't put it together, uh, but yeah, unfortunately, that uh, Kyrgios uh, Karen match uh, just fell away from him a little bit. Uh, lost a little bit of focus, I think. But um, yeah, it is what it is. It was entertaining. Uh, Grand Slam, regardless, uh, it was just yeah. Kasparud is not a hardcore Grand Slam finalist, and. Feel free to flood the DMs if you disagree. Uh, I'm happy to, to have you come on and, and disagree with me, and uh, I'll, uh, I'll read your arguments for sure. Uh, but you won't change my mind. No way. <laughs> Alcaraz, on the other hand, what an absolute animal. Absolute animal. Uh, you'll definitely be seeing him in more hardcore Grand Slam finals, uh, for sure. He's a, he's a star, and yeah, I mean, just because he's Spanish, I mean, everyone's going to call him a mini Nadal. Oh, I've done it. Uh, everyone will, but yeah, why not? He's, you know, won the Grand Slam at the same age. Uh, he's just killing it. He's, yeah, no fear. He's just full of, he's just loving tennis, basically. He just has a big swing, goes out and fights, fights every point. Uh, doesn't complain about, you know, fatigue or any body niggles. Uh, leaves that to the rubbish commentators and, you know, them trying to fill in. Uh, talking about absolute nonsense for, for four hours, uh, but hey, again, the other one's laughing, they get to travel the world, get paid probably hundreds of thousands, uh, and we sit there being forced to listen to it because there's no alternative. <laughs> so again, they're winning and I'm not, but I can still, as I said, I can still talk shit. I hate commentators. <laughs> uh, but staying on the uh, Alcaraz topic, I guess, is the other... Uh, ATP 500 tournament that's on uh, on the same or well, it's the same week same start day as well uh, as uh, Tokyo uh, we're going to uh, where are we going Kazakhstan yeah the Astana Open in Kazakhstan so uh, that's where basically uh, well it's interesting because I know like Medvedev has won um, Tokyo before uh, hasn't been there since 2019 so I think maybe 2018 he, he took that one out so Obviously, he's going a different round, deciding to, to not go back there. Um, 
Well, maybe it's not allowed. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so for Kazakhstan, you got uh, so far the, the seeds confirmed. You got Medvedev, Valkarez, Sitsipas, Andy Murray, uh, Felix is going, Rublev, uh, Sinner, and Hukax. So uh, a very, very strong lineup. Um, I think that this could probably probably be a bit of quality. Um, I think this would be like a more tennis purist uh, tournament to watch, and then. Uh, Tokyo will be more of uh, an entertainer's uh, option, I, I think. You know, you got Kyrgios and Tiafoe going there. Um, and, yeah, I think that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, obviously, Rude's just boring as hell. But, uh, yeah, Nori can sort of fire it a little bit. He's probably a bit bland as well. Um, but, yeah, at least there's, there's enough people there to, to, to light it up. Um, and Fritz, obviously, I love Fritz. I could, uh, yeah, watch him all day as well. Um, so he'll, he'll light up Tokyo, no doubt, as well. Um, and for this one, uh, I always say that Medvedev will win. Um, but yeah, I love the bloke. He's uh, an absolute animal and a beast. Uh, but you know, Alcaraz, depending on how he's going to pull up, knowing he's got um, obviously the the finals uh, to to go through as well, which I think he would probably want to mark that one down as as one to win to to back up a, a U.S. Open victory, but. Yeah, I mean, he could obviously just—he's young and just full of full of energy, so he could just come out here and absolutely wipe four of these guys as well. Uh, of passes absolutely no chance. Um, Andy Murray always love seeing Andy play after um, you know you watched his uh, documentary on on Amazon or wherever it is in whatever country you're in. Um, so yeah, just see him out in the courts always amazing. Um, yeah, love to see him keep fighting. Uh, gonna, yeah, he's probably a bit tougher than old uh, old Roger Federer. You know, he didn't give up and found a way to get back on the court. So um, obviously, that's a very uneducated statement because I don't re- I don't really know the the in depths behind uh, Federer's injury. But I'll uh, I'll run with it anyway because Andy Murray is the man. Uh, so there you go. Uh, Felix absolutely no chance as well. Uh, he's uh, what I call in, in tennis as a cookie. <laughs> uh, he just loves to crumble too much, uh, you know. When the when the when the court gets hot, uh, you know, double fault city. Uh, he's been there a lot of times. If you look at his passport, uh, double fault city is the uh, the most places that he's been in, in a calendar year uh, during a tour. So you've got that, uh, and then yeah, obviously it all just follows on from there. You, you start double faulting, the frustration kicks in. You start forcing stuff and uh yeah it's just a real it's just a real explosion of shit to to watch so yep shit flinging at the wall is what sort of tennis he can produce um obviously you can go out and, and beat your Djokovic and, what, and whatnot as well so there is that but i'm gonna be bidding on him to be a cookie in this one rublev he's yeah here and there is the same he's like you like your demon oils like he'll He'll be around there he can occasionally beat the top guys but a lot of work to do there to, to be able to sort of kick on sinner um yeah who knows i really don't know about about sinner um yeah i haven't really you see some like really amazing stuff from him and then sometimes it's just he's just black and white outplayed so um yeah not too sure what what he'll bring uh to that tournament but Surely it's a Medvedev Alcaraz um, sort of showdown. Hopefully that's the final. That's what we want. Um, and then in the uh, in Tokyo, if we if obviously if we don't know the, the draws, but if possible, uh, I'll take a Fritz Kyrgios final. Thank you very much. And yeah, that'll keep me nice and satisfied. But um, so those are the two tournaments coming up. It's the third of October. Uh, so you'll. You'll hear more of me before then, but those are the two ones I'll be looking forward to. Um, and yeah, as those tournaments get closer, um, we sort of look at, and obviously the draws are confirmed. Uh, we can have a bit of fun, move a breakdown, break down some, some betting options as well. And um, yeah, because why not? From already tipsy halfway through a, a, a potty, I may as well just start slapping down some, some money and, and betting it away. So um, yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, it's going to be great, uh, but those are the two tournaments to look forward to uh, between now and then. Uh, I really couldn't care less about the, the current tournaments that are playing. 
um, just absolute garbage just everyone from below the top 50 basically just having a punt um, you know trying to get some sort of points up um, but yeah when you're really ranked that low and you know you just have to do it you gotta um, you know buckle into the, the shit fight that it is and uh, try and get any points you can but um, go for gold those guys uh, I just won't be watching you <laughs> poor me poor me pour me another drink well you heard the man he said pour me another drink cheers guys <laughs> alrighty oh, beautiful 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 um, what to talk about now we could hit the um, the rankings on what they sort of look like coming up um, let me know as well who you uh, who you want to see as number one say this time next year uh do you want to see alcaraz hold the throne and um you know be a beast at such a young age and, and continue the way he's going uh do you want to see medvedev back at the top and in, in the number one spot i personally do that's where i think he belongs um but you know what i uh what i think doesn't usually usually go <laughs> as we've seen this year so uh yeah, let me know who you think, or do you think Nadal's just going to come yeah, get rid of his little uh, tweaks over the uh, off-season and uh, come back firing for, for Oz Open, which obviously he definitely could do. Um, or his body could also uh, continue to give him grief. Uh, but time will tell. Uh, or, <laughs> if you want to give me the shits, maybe you want Casper Root to be number one and um yeah feed that to me in the dms let me know how bad you want to see casper rude uh, a man who can't win uh, any major tournaments at all no one thousands nothing he's not gonna do it so let me know if you want if that's the guy you want at number one um yeah i'm i'm all ears um so yeah i guess going back to to the rankings um Root's going to drop next week to third. He loses a couple hundred points there. Uh, but he's hopefully he's just going to keep dropping uh, as it sort of evens out. Uh, no really other changes there. Uh, maybe there's fourth. What else we got? Yeah, nothing really else exciting. I think Djokovic will be trying to make a push uh, in ATP finals to yeah try and get some sort of points heading into the end of the year um or at least build momentum so that he's had some tennis under his belt before he take i don't know if he will take that much time off um maybe as little as possible and then straight up to australia we'll, we'll see but um yeah he might use those atp finals to to build himself some momentum you'd think because uh, yeah, he's really down on the dumps yeah i'm so yeah i've tried i don't mind i'm not the biggest novak fan uh obviously you can't can't hate a winner. He's just constantly winning, but uh, he's a bit of a <laughs> bit of a larrikin, I guess. Uh, Fritz, he's yeah, just balancing himself out at eleven there. Um, everyone else, there's nothing really too exciting to talk about. Nick Kyrgios still balancing at twenty. Uh, as I said before, he's, he'll be off to Tokyo, so uh, as long as he um, stays off those nine percent cans that they've got at the uh, 7-11s over there um hopefully you can uh, your knuckle down go deep there click some more points and uh hit up the the rankings there uh hopefully and then you know if he's in a decent position come oz open time uh the uh, the locals uh including myself will be able to see him go a bit deeper than having to meet medvedev in a, a round two match uh so yeah fingers crossed there uh anyone else I think, to be fair, outside the 20, from like 20 to 50, I think it's quite fair. I think everyone is is where they should be. Um, yeah, Dan Evans at 25, Shepovola at 24. He's dropped a lot. Um, he was lingering around 10, I think, at the start of start of the year. Uh, but yeah, he's been he's been shit <laughs> all year, so. Yeah, no surprises there. Um, and then, yeah, it's everyone else is sort of where they should be. Uh, isn't the 42, Murray 44. Uh, yeah, 
and if you look, let's have a look down. Who could make the top 100? That's probably a more of an interesting conversation, right? Because if once you've pushed into the 100, um, that's when you can get serious cash uh, and sort of even just momentum consider build you right up um, to those rankings here as well as it balances out with the the 70 to 100 guys uh, if they're battling a bit uh, they might just see themselves dropping uh, rapidly as well um, so I mean just sitting outside my man at 104 Roman Safon I love that guy he um, fell in love with him when he had to cover um, the ATP uh, what is it ATP Cup uh, in Sydney last year uh, obviously he was the 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 well the the fittest top ranked um, second uh, player for, for Russia. Uh, there's just yeah, injuries and whatnot for, with Karen and um, Rublev had COVID, I believe, before uh, well, as he landed in Australia, so he couldn't play. So they were stuck with uh, old Roman, and uh, yeah, he won the hearts very early on of, of the local crowd. Uh, he was fighting, fighting, he was winning matches. Uh, it was unreal. And um, yeah, I love the bloke uh, just based off that, that run that he had. Um, and it's probably one of the only ones that was sort of cheering him on at um, the Oz Open. But uh, I loved it just being you know, front row cheering on a, a battler like him. Um, yeah, it was really good. So seeing him at 104, um, I'll, uh, I'll back him in to be uh, top 100 uh, come or after the Australian summer, uh, if he doesn't get it before then. Uh, so yeah, I'd definitely love to see that. Um, Humbert, uh, he's at 109, so uh, he's definitely going to get back into the top 100 pretty soon. That's a, a fairly no-brainer. Um, and then the rest are just sort of battlers. Um, Melman can if he wants to play enough tennis. Um, Jack Sock, 122, so you'll definitely see him in the, in the top 100 for sure. Um, it'd be very weird if, if he didn't bounce back to there. Uh, yeah, I'm not really sure about anyone else. It sort of seems sort of fair there as well. Obviously, someone could go on a run and, and surprise us all, but um, yeah, they all look like fairly comfortable in, in their positions. To be fair, um, yeah, I can't really see anyone else jumping through, but uh, obviously Chris O'Connell at, at 103 is all the all the opportunities to uh, but then if you look at the um, the just inside the top 100 uh, there's quite a few that easily easily could um, fall out of there so um, yeah it uh, should be fairly interesting um, well kind of an interesting year of the year if you want to watch that sort of thing play out but apart from that it's uh, yeah it's gonna be a boring summer I think uh, I might even have to put in a change of title of this podcast is slash slash cricket <laughs> and uh, start yarning about cricket because uh, yeah we're going to have some slim pickings but uh, at least those two tournaments coming up will give us something to talk about uh, throughout the next week or so uh, as the lineups get confirmed um, and yeah let me know who you think would would win uh, those tournaments there obviously the players that I said uh, the, the small uh, confirmed field that they are at this point uh, your winner is definitely going to be in, in those groups. So um, you got Medvedev or Alcaraz or you're going Kyrgios or Fritz uh, in Tokyo. Um, yeah, head up the DMs, let me know. Uh, yeah, I'll be a very, very happy man personally if we get uh, Medvedev takes out Kazakhstan and then Kyrgios hits uh, Tokyo. Dana Dusted, boom, boom. My uh, top two uh, favorite players is cleaning up. Um, yeah, happy days. It's always good when they're, um, they're playing like, just on the same weeks, uh, but different tournaments. Uh, oh, I love it. You know, I can just put the feet up, keep cracking cold cans, and just enjoying fucking good tennis. Uh, that's what I want to do. But, you know, it gets a bit stressful, um, which I think it happened three, three or four times in a row um, around that US uh, Open swing. Um, I think there was three times, I think. Where Kyrgios and Medvedev have had to sort of face off at each other too early in tournaments, so uh, it was it was a bit of a bummer. Uh, I think for everyone involved, you know, you'd love to see those two battle out in a final, um, where it's you know till death. But yeah, it's what it is. Um, 
this was it has been what we've been gotten yet but uh yeah maybe uh come come Oz open time they'll be on uh, opposite ends of the the draw and uh yeah that'll be that'll be some juicy stuff but yeah as i said let me know who you think will win tokyo and who you think will win uh kazakhstan um and yeah can get your thoughts as well if uh if you think i'm absolutely blind by saying Medvedev and Karyos respectively will wipe out their tournaments and that uh Castro Brood is absolutely no chance uh really really keen to uh yeah see if that's a, a genuine consensus or if uh I'm on my own with that one as well it would uh, yeah be be interesting to yeah see if I get supported or or absolutely grilled uh, I'm ready for for both um yeah so come at me bruh all right uh, well may as well split up from me talking absolute garbage um, about players i i love and the ones that i dislike um so fuck it let's do a quiz <laughs> uh, i've just put up a random quiz uh, on google um just slapped it and um yeah this this roll let's see uh let's see what these uh these sh- i always hate these online quizzes i really feel like they're just absolute garbage with really bullshit questions um but this one's just loaded up now so uh let's go uh when the score is 40 40 what is it otherwise called <laughs> jesus christ if this is the uh the basis for how this quiz is going to be uh this is going to be absolutely shit um should we go deuce i reckon we'll go deuce true or false henry the eighth used to play tennis <laughs> i've got a question who gives a fuck? <laughs> um, being a posh English fuck, it will go true. Uh, in medieval times, monks used to play tennis using what instead of rackets? Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, sticks, parchment, or their hands? Surely their hands, right? They don't use fucking... Or their feet. It's soccer, isn't it? If they use their feet. How's that an option? Surely, or like that. What's that thing we played at school? Hacky sack shit. Hacky sack. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, the hands. It seems like it's probably not going to be that, but let's go for it. Where is Andy Murray from? Uh, let's start uh, Scotland. Uh, what's inside a tennis ball? Well, there you go. That's an interesting one. Cork, a ball of rubber bands, water, or nothing. Mm. a ball of rubber bands imagine that I have a feeling it wouldn't um, they're going directly inside a tennis ball we got nothing right fuck it yeah this is going nothing put a hole in it there's nothing there tell me if there's anything else and I'll, I'll debate that question because the actual inside of it it's just there's nothing there uh, who is older Venus or Serena uh, well, it's pretty obvious, isn't it? Venus. Uh, what is an ace? Oh, Jesus Christ. A trick shot. A ball which is not returned by the server's opponent. A ball which is smashed into the net. <laughs> yeah, a, a serve that hits an opponent in the legs. Righto. Um, a ball which is not returned by the server's opponent. I think I'll go for that one, eh? In which year did the Wimbledon Championship start? Actually, I don't know this one i know it's probably in the logo i yeah i just really don't care <laughs> uh do we go just for the oldest one 1877 fuck it why not um the championships are played on which surface grass clay gravel hardcore what do you reckon it's green is grass right all right we're almost halfway through this bullshit quiz great content i know it's fantastic uh who won the 2019 men's singles at wimbledon 2019 uh. surely surely jokovic right was still gone where are we 22 21 it didn't exist 20 was Djokovic trick question 
just go Djokovic. I can't think that far back. COVID's like wiped my brain out. Uh, who then won the women's singles there? That was Simone Halep, surely. How many times has Andy Murray won Wimbledon? One. One or two? One is it? Two, one. One, two, check my two, one, two. Oh, I was sick one. Not sure actually, that was a good one. Is Andy Murray right-handed or left-handed when he plays tennis? Right. Uh, what shape trophy do ladies singles winners receive at Wimbledon? Still a dish, right? Should be a dish. What kind of fruit is traditionally served with cream and fucking bullshit strawberries? Uh, how many points does love mean in tennis? Zero. What does. Oh, here we go. What does the tennis judge shout if a player hits the ball outside the line? Sorry, I, was, I said here we go, but it was a, a gif of Judge Judy, so I was like, oh fuck, this is going to be a, a, a bullshit, <laughs> a bullshit question, but uh, so what are our options? Bad miss, rubbish, out, all nearly. Uh, they should say rubbish, and they should say all nearly. Um, that would add to the broadcast, but I guess they just say, yeah. Uh, in a game of doubles, how many players are on the court at the same time? Oh, one, two, three, four. Sure, this is almost finished. Six more. True or false, you can score 25 points in a single game. Should be an option for C. Who gives a fuck? You can score 25 points in a single game. I suppose you can, right? If you just keep going back. Back and forth. No one go advantage deuce, advantage deuce all day, can't you? What is the name given to the four biggest tournaments around the world? Grand Slam. Complete the following game, set and match. Thank you. Sorry, I'm not reading out all the options. I've given up on this stupid thing. Who was nicknamed the Siberian Siren for grunting when they hit a ball? Fuck, probably Sharapova. As a child, Spanish tennis star Nadal was also gifted at which other sport? Uh, he's Spanish, this could be football. Uh, which nationality is tennis legend Roger Federer? Swiss. And last one, how many Grand Slam titles has Roger Federer won? Uh, 20. Oh, 23 out of 25. <laughs> uh, what did I get wrong? Let's have a look. Uh, you can't score 25 points in a single game, you dickheads. There you go. It's just one of those things you just don't give a fuck about or ever think about at any time in your life. Um, and Andy Murray had one too, Wimbledon. So I do apologies, Andy. Shout out to you. Uh, yeah, I did a flip of the coin there on my head and uh, went to the one, but yeah. Otherwise, I got it all right. So, yep, got a hundred percent of the ones that I wanted to get right, right. Which is what do I equal? What equals to me? Hundred percent. I make the rules. You're not in a position to judge. Let's go. Pour me, pour me, pour me another drink. Well, shit. This guy is very adamant on, um, you know, wanting to have another drink poured. So we can't let the uh, the, the Old fella down. You ripper. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, yeah, getting pretty ready to, to wrap up this uh, first episode. Um, yeah, you'll see in the title, but I really have no idea what I'm doing. I'm um, just firing up a microphone and just starting to have a chat. So uh, this one will be completely cringe, uh, obviously, when I look back on it. Uh, but that's just how, how things go. Um, yeah, I'm getting a little bit, uh, well, yeah, I'm getting pretty tipsy at this point. It's my um, third or fourth, uh, you know, ten percent can. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, I'm definitely feeling it at this point. Um, and I've also run out of uh, run out of things to talk about. Really, it's uh, yeah, it's that time of year. Uh, not a lot of things are happening. Uh, it's you know winding winding down. 
Um, yeah, only things really to look forward to is uh, the few sort of 500 uh, ATP 500 tournaments coming up, uh, and then you got obviously the next gen finals and the um, ATP finals as well. Um, and then we let our fantastic tennis players, uh, you know, have a little bit of a break, uh, or we let them have Christmas off, and then uh, we fire up again and, <laughs> and see them all uh, ripping and tearing. Uh, in January, which, yeah, Auckland was welcome back to Auckland uh, after the whole COVID thing. It, uh, it's been MIA for the last couple of years, so, um, yeah, I was going to say it should be good, but I don't know if it will. Looks like Casper Rude's going to be the, the top seed, um, yeah, so, yeah, you can you can already know how excited I'm going to be for that. Um, but interesting to see what they do with the rest of Australia, uh, you know, they give Sydney... Adelaide, I assume, will get the big tournaments again, and uh, they'll maybe just spread the ATP Cup across the cities uh, since Sydney just had it all to themselves last year due to COVID. Um, yeah, that'd be interesting um, to wait and see. Uh, how good was how good was Fadi Nick Kyrgios this season? Eh, unreal. For me, he's definitely the highlight of of the year. <laughs> just ripped and teared head down bum up just fucking smashed aces left right and center just outplayed nearly everyone that he came across um it's amazing what a um, little bit of mental focus can can do for you right um you just sort of strap in zone in and you, you get to work um obviously it's probably actually wasn't really had to do much with focus on the court but just more just off off court focus actually going to the gym and uh, and all that sort of carry on as well, which, uh, yeah, it's really, really good to see. I'm um, hoping we'll uh, see that sort of activity again on his Instagram uh, this coming uh, off-season. Uh, fingers crossed. Obviously, there'll be a, a shitload of, of basketball to be played uh, from him as well in Sydney. Uh, so, yeah, hopefully he'll be ready to rip and tear uh, come January as well. Uh, Taylor Fritz was probably my, my other favourite for the year uh, after... Uh, after my heart was broken at the um, Australian Open final with uh, Medvedev uh, unfortunately going down um, yeah you know you sort of look to you know other guys to, to uplift you and give you give you a few you know underdog fuck yeah sort of moments and uh, Taylor Fritz for sure was was the guy um, the Indian Wells win was uh, was just unreal really really good shit from him uh, the way of wiping out Nadal yeah okay he was slightly injured but you can only play what's in front of you uh, he did a job on him uh, he should have bet Nadal again in Wimbledon that was another sort of frustrating one where he should have really should have got through that quarter final because um, yeah Nadal was really <laughs> on the ropes then uh, and then but obviously then gave Kyrgios the um, easy passes through to to the final um and yeah it was great to see Kyrgios get his uh yeah first grand slam uh, final under the belt as well um he really could have won that game as well really could have but yeah it wasn't wasn't to be uh Djokovic's classic it's just sort of cream rising to the top sort of vibe but no uh, that's what it is I guess um no point harping on about it too much now but no I guess that's why I did start a podcast so I can uh, let out my frustrations on a microphone and if people want to listen to it feel free if not therapeutic for me that's a win-win <laughs> uh, also slamming the deans what you do want to hear uh, I'm all ears um, there won't be uh, any sort of structure or theme to, to this sort of podcast uh, everyone will be uh, pretty different um, yeah today was obviously just uh, getting familiar with the mic nutting out the the boring stuff you know a little bit of um you know a little bit of what happened in the in the past week what's coming up a little bit of ranking blah 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 um but yeah it's gonna get um yeah a lot more loose uh, i guess could be the term um yeah it's it'll be an interesting an interesting journey with the podcast uh, especially when it comes into when we're actually playing um i'd love to obviously do a bit more and after each day sort of um go into more detail there and um you know from a, an alcoholic's point of view uh what, what my thoughts are on, on those sort of matches so that'd be a lot of fun um uh, but 
yeah, until between now and, and January, it's going to be a lot of um, a lot of yarning, a lot of looking back at the year that was, and you know a lot of uh, looking forward to uh, who we think is going to sort of be be our breakout ones. Um, so yeah, finding out the 2023 version of Alcaraz, or is it just going to be Alcaraz that's just going to rip and tear again? Um, to be honest, probably. <laughs> um, I mean, he's 19. Fuck's sake, like yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how he sort of pulls up um, after the off-season and his first sort of matches in, in Australia. Uh, I assume he doesn't go to Auckland because uh, it should be a pretty average tournament. So we'll, we'll see where Harry, Harry pulls up. Um, he's definitely well overdue uh, a break, but he's not going to get that because he's got uh, the finals to, to play. Uh, so yeah, it'll be good to see how he pulls up. Um, keen to see Kyrgios as well, as I said. Rip and tear in the Oz Open. It's going to be some good shit. Um, and let's get Medvedev back to number one. How good would that be? Yeah. Yeah. That would be good. It's where he belongs. Um, but long road ahead for, for him as well. Um, that whole Wimbledon fiasco was such garbage. Absolute garbage. Having no points, not letting the Russians and Belarus players play. What an absolute fucking shit show. Keep politics and sports separate, I reckon. Uh, we don't need it. You know, people look to sport as a, as a break from all the bullshit and the, the everyday life. Why, why bring it in? Why bring it in? And then you look at the US Open and it was just absolutely dominated by the Russians and the Belarus players. So there you go. <laughs> that yeah, speaks volumes. So yeah, Wimbledon was definitely the, well, kind of the least favorite uh, Grand Slam. I mean, French Open for me doesn't count. I don't count that as a Grand Slam because it's just absolutely rubbish. And I don't feel that many people really watch it. Um, no, it's just, it's painful. So painful. Uh, let me know if you just, if French Open's your favorite Grand Slam. And um, I'll make sure to uh, block you. <laughs> I'm joking, but surely not. Surely there's no one out there that actually has a Grand Slam, French Open Grand Slam as their favorite, unless your name is Rafael Nadal surely not rubbish 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 tournament clay season sugar band please obviously no one's going to answer that prayer but one can dream <laughs> one can fucking dream but the highlight obviously of Wimbledon was uh, yeah seeing Kyrgios rip and tear and uh, get through to a final which oh, I froth that that was sexy shit so uh, yeah good on him uh, hopefully it was a massive 2023 uh, obviously it'll be a, a light massive but yeah hopefully for the uh, for the Grand Sams he uh, keeps turning up and rips and tears um, yeah also uh, throw in the DMs who your your favourite player is and why um, and I'll either um Oh, I can come on here, you know, if I agree or I can give you 10 reasons why I disagree. That could be quite fun if, uh, if you're into that. I don't know if you're going to get triggered by it with the world we live in. Everyone just gets triggered by, by everything. So <laughs> uh, we'll give that a go. See if, see if anyone bites. <laughs> yeah, probably not. If I get more than 10 people message me saying Casper Brood is by far my number one tennis player. Um... I don't know. I don't know what I'll do. I'll probably just run through the fucking wall, to be honest. <laughs> Imagine that, just a bunch of people saying, oh, Casper Rude is my favourite tennis player. Fuck. That would actually get me going. <laughs> like, tennis commentators really get me going. I can't stand tennis commentators. They are the worst part of, of tennis. We don't need it. You don't need to commentate tennis. It's very, very clear on, on TV what's happening at all times. Turn up the player mics. Turn up the umpire's mic. Have a bit of crowd effects going through. That's all we need. That is all we need. We don't need this uneducated opinion-based fuckwits going off at us. Um, but I used to going on a tangent there. Um, so, yeah, obviously, I really hate tennis commentators. But... I think if a bunch of a flurry of people just came into the DMs and said, Casper Rude is my number one favorite player, oh, oh that'll 
it will be up there with my hate for tennis commentary, I think. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, if he is your favorite player, please do give me a few reasons why uh, he's your favorite. I would love to hear it because um, I I can't see that that would actually be possible with a lot of people. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's a lot of clay court lovers out there and they just love to see, you know, the Nadals and the Rudes and, you know, your Swatsmans just go toe-to-toe for 20 minutes per game. Um, and, you know, watching 10-hour bloody matches uh, on a slow, frustratingly slow surface. Um, no, I'm sure there's some people out there. Let me know if you are out there. I'll, uh, I'll give you a shout-out. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, surely not. Um, but there, it pretty much wraps it up for for me for uh, episode one. Um, good amount of uh, bullshit and yarn in there. Uh, I'll go and finish off this can um, and yeah, watch a little bit of tennis over the coming days. Uh, even though it's all pretty much garbage, and we can uh, I'll come back to you guys say Friday, and we can rip in to see who will uh, will win in Tokyo and Kazakhstan. Alrighty, thanks for listening and let's do it all again soon. See you. right now I am tipsy <laughs>